mama, I'm Tanya Malcolm, and this is the Shine On Mama podcast. Ever feel like the encouragement, motivation, belief, and advice you give your kids should be compiled into a little self-help book with your own name on it? Yeah, I know the feeling. You're in the right place if you need a reminder that you've got a whole lot of unconditional love, some damn good advice, and limitless patience. Let's turn some of that mama magic inward, so as our kids grow, so do we. Yo mama, thanks for listening in today. If you caught last week's episode, then you know that today is the first of a four-week series to dive into my signature method for more mindful mothering. And it's born from the pact we make with our children to be our best as their mother. PACT is an acronym for Presence, Appreciation, Clarity, and Transformation. When I was a doula and childbirth educator, I used to remind the women I worked with that we weren't just preparing for the birth of a child, we were preparing also for the birth of a mother. And the PACT method is steeped in the essence of that sentiment, the mother-child bond. So let's set the vibe for today's episode. I feel like it needs to be a front porch coffee chat, ideally on one of those perfect porch swings I see in all the most beautiful front porch decor images on Pinterest. You know if you're on the front porch swing getting deep with your girlfriends, you're fully present and fiercely interested in holding space and really listening with care and curiosity to what each of us needs. And that vibe is in perfect alignment for today's episode on why presence is the first step to more mindful mothering. I wish that I could give you a quick and easy three-step plan to developing the skill of being more present, but the truth is, I'm still working on this myself, and what I know is that everyone's journey to building and creating presence is going to look different. So all I can do is share what's been working for me and hope that some of these tactics will be new for you and help you get started. So here's the deal. Being more present with your kid requires you to be more present with yourself. Presence starts with you. It's essential for you to start incorporating habits that help you reduce distractions, elevate your focus, and keep you connected to the present moment. The thing is, it's not 1995 anymore when all we had to distract us was a landline, blockbuster rentals, and commercials interrupting MTV's The Real World. It's 2022, and we have hundreds of distractions right in our back pocket. Yeah, you knew I was going to go there first. Your phone. The first thing I did to limit the distractions from my phone was turn off all the display and sound notifications for every single app except text messages and phone calls. I also turned off the display notifications for my text messages. There is nothing more distracting than those visual banners and badges. Damn, even when you need to use your phone, you go to pick it up and as soon as you see all the email, social, and text notifications, you completely lose focus for the task you needed your phone for. Never mind the constant interruptions on the daily. Get rid of those notifications. You don't need them. There is something so satisfying about opening up your phone to nothing but your wallpaper. And you can set intention with that too. How about a quote that reminds you to be more mindful or a photo of you and your kids that reminds you about how you want to show up as your role as a mom? I have two other practices that have really helped me reduce the distractions my phone causes. 
The first is creating a schedule around when I'm going to use my phone to post social media for work and when I'm going to use my phone to consume social media for personal pleasure. Because let's be honest, sometimes lounging on the couch with your favorite Netflix series that you've seen over six times, playing on the TV and scrolling your favorite social media platform is just fucking necessary for that mom life self-care. If you know you don't have the self-discipline to keep this behavior occasional, you can use the Freedom app. I used this app when I first decided to reduce my consumption. It prohibits you from accessing certain apps on your phone. This really helps when you're on deadline or when you should be watching your kid play soccer and not growing your followers or listening to a podcast. You can find the link to the Freedom app in the show notes. Schedule your social media like you schedule everything else that's important to you. Then stick to the plan. Your personal phone use time shouldn't take away from time with your kids. Now listen, I know sometimes you want to share your mama experiences with your family, friends, and followers in real time. That's fine, but you got to keep your focus. Get in, share, get out. The second practice that involves limiting distractions that my phone cause is that I have a charging zone for my phone on my office desk, and once I put it away for the night, that's where it stays. Tech-free bedrooms are a huge part of developing presence. Like I said when we started, presence begins with you. If you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is pick up your phone and bombard your mind with social media, news, and emails, do you think that's setting you up for success in the context of growing mindfulness and presence? No, that's a recipe for distraction and disconnect. If you want to build presence with your children, model behavior that cultivates ease of being and mindfulness. Wake up with purpose and gratitude. It's a miracle you even open your eyes. Every day, 165,000 people in the world don't see this new day. Every morning is the opportunity to see the day for what it is. A miracle. Don't miss it blinded by the blue light. Okay, let me pop in here and let you have a breather from thinking about how the heck you're going to reduce your screen time. Friendly motivation coach reminder, you can do it. As we move into the next part of the show, I want to remind you that the Mama Magic Journal pages are available for you to download. Right now, it's a lovely PDF that I've worked really hard to create and test and shift and change and shift back. And the thing is, it probably won't ever be perfect, but right now it's perfect enough. If you love personal growth and you're looking for a way to track how you're showing up in your role as a mama, set intention for your days with mothering at the peak of your sight, and measure your presence, appreciation, clarity, and transformation as you work to be a more mindful mama, then this journal is made for you. Visit shineonmama.com forward slash journal to download your copy. The link is in the show notes. I actually think the two most important habits you can practice to build more presence with your children are a morning and evening routine. I know I've said it twice already, but presence truly does start with you. If you start your day with distraction and end it in exhaustion, not setting any intention for the day ahead or the one to follow, you've got little to no chance of being the best mother you can be. Don't get me wrong, you'll have those amazing moments, special connections, and fun-loving laughs, but your true commitment to mindful mothering is about maintaining that vibe as much as possible. Being truly present, fiercely interested, and genuinely connected to the moments you share with your child. My morning routine is pretty much always the same. 
wake up, drink water, make tea, and eat my overnight oats. Go to my desk and listen to a 10-minute meditation, write my 10 goals, write in my Mama Magic journaling pages where I can set intention about how I want to mother each day, time block my day in my planner, work for an hour, get kids ready for school and out the door, work out, self-care, and then my social media tasks. This all happens between 5 and 10 a.m. It's been a little bit different the past month because I'm in the cast of an upcoming home workout program and we film every morning for about two hours. But aside from that and a later start on weekends, you can count on my morning routine to look very similar every day. My evening routine was actually the hardest for me to develop, but with time, I found success and consistency. It starts after dinner with cleanup, homework, and family time. After bedtime stories with my daughter, who's our youngest at eight years old, I'm usually waking up from having fallen asleep, which is why my evening routine usually ended with me stumbling my way to my own bed. But now I make it non-negotiable to hit my desk and write my daily gratitude and reflections for my work, personal, and you guessed it, how I showed up as a mother. And of course, one of the areas I score in my Mama Magic Journal pages is presence. But if presence was as easy as taking control of how much time we spend on our phones and building in a morning and evening routine, there would be a lot of connected and present mompreneurs and career-driven mamas out there. But the fact is, every single day, many mothers tell me they feel a disconnect from their kids. And that's because presence is also about setting intention and building connection, cultivating a sense of belonging, and slowing down. The practices I've shared already really only tackle slowing down and being more intentional. So how do we build connection and cultivate a sense of belonging with our kids? Well, as I'm writing my talking points for this episode, my daughter just came up to me to show me her watermelon. Kids are so random. I could have left my headphones on, nodded, and said, cool, and she would have been satisfied. But I pulled off my headset and listened to what she was showing me. For some reason, the watermelon breaks apart into pieces that are perfect circles. Again, even by showing that I was present by removing my headphones, I could have smiled and said, cool, and she would have skipped away. But building connection takes fierce interest in your children. So I said, wow, that is very cool. What do you like about that? And that is an example of the simple curiosity that cultivates a deeper knowing, learning more about why your child is showing you something, telling you something, or needing you is a gift you can use to build the connection you seek. And it's so easy to do if you're more mindful. I love the circle. It's so satisfying. I could never bite such a perfect circle. Nature has a lot of perfect circles. Did you know that, mom? Yeah, I did. Where did you learn that? On YouTube, of course. We giggle and she goes back to watching her show. That small interaction took only a few seconds longer than a past version of myself would have half listening just responded on autopilot. But I don't want a mother on autopilot and I know you don't either. So be curious because this curiosity also facilitates the sense of belonging we need to complete our recipe for more presence. Later tonight, 
I'll tell her about the perfect circles of nature that I love, like the sun halo we saw today during her lemonade stand, and how I find perfect circles in unexpected places so satisfying too. And just by bridging the conversation, a term I learned from developmental psychologist Dr. Gordon Newfield in his book, Hold On To Your Kids, I show her that we have commonalities and she feels a sense of belonging. Dr. Newfeld uses bridging as a tool to maintain the connection with your child through the daily challenges of mothering, like experiencing conflicting wants and needs, having very different perceptions of time, and managing conflicts that require disciplining. Basically, bridging is how we can show our kid that our relationship is more important than their actions, that they are still loved, cared for, and truly held in good light through it all. I really love this method for discipline, but as our family grew and I gained more experience as a mother, I realized that I could enhance the power of bridging if I also bridged conversations and behavior that was positive. Our kids need to know our relationship is what's most important, not only when we're disciplining them, but when we're in alignment with them as well. So we must bridge conversations in both instances. Because like Newfield says, Soliciting good intentions in children involves sharing with them your own values or finding within them the seeds of your values. What better opportunity to enhance a sense of belonging in my kid than to share my own experiences and comparative stories to the deeper understanding I have acquired about their own experiences through genuine curiosity. I think I could give you all the tools in the world to help you develop presence, but without reminders to change your behavior and be intentional about it, you'll quickly revert to your old patterns of behavior because changing our behavior takes a lot of practice and changing our behavior when it comes to how we relate to other people takes consistency beyond words. The Mama Magic Journal is designed to help you think deeper about what kind of mom you want to be every day. And that act itself is practicing mindfulness. But if you're new to personal development and journaling for improvement, a daily intention and evening scorecard might not be a frequent enough prompt to keep your goal to become a more mindful mother at the top of mind. So here's a tip that I love that I got from my mindset coach, Brad Bizjack. Brad assigned triggers to prompt him to be intentional about becoming who he needs to be in different situations throughout his day. For example, whenever he is entering his own office, he uses walking through the doorway as a trigger to remind him to put on his CEO hat. And he shifts from a fun-loving jokester dad into a more focused and productive version of himself. And likewise, when he's leaving his home office, he uses the doorway as a trigger to shift back into the caring husband and playful father role. In fact, he uses all the doorways as triggers in his life. Whenever he walks through a doorway, he asks himself, who do I need to be as I walk through this door? I just love that. I also work from home, but since my workspace is in the living room, I use the prompt of sitting down and rolling my office chair up to my desk to activate my business-minded brain and rolling backwards and standing up to prompt my mama-minded brain. But you can use any trigger you want to prompt the kind of behavior you're aiming to create. I'll be speaking a lot more about the power of behavior at the end of this series when we get to the episode on transformation. Maybe your prompt is pulling into your driveway after work or walking up and down the stairway towards your kids' bedrooms or even plugging your phone into your new charging station. You see what I did there? 
No matter what you choose as a prompt to prioritize being more mindful, you'll find more frequent reminders can help you significantly. I've given you just a handful of ways you can be more present with your kids, and you'll notice that I didn't even talk about taking deep breaths once. Come on, there are really so many ways to work towards this. But for me, focusing on becoming more present with myself with a morning and evening routine, eliminating distractions from my phone while learning to use it less by scheduling tasks I use it for, committing to building connection and cultivating a sense of belonging through curiosity and bridging conversations, and being reminded of my commitment to mindful mothering by the prompts I created for myself have been a really great start to becoming a more mindful mother. Okay, I can't wait to hear if any of these practices for being more present with your kids are helpful for you. Definitely let me know if you try any of them. And if you found this episode useful, you won't want to miss the next three episodes of the Packed Method for Mindful Mothering series on the Shine On Mama podcast. So you'll definitely want to subscribe. And leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts helped me reach more women who would love to know about how mindful mothering can be a powerful personal growth tool if we just turn all the patience, unconditional love, and belief we have for our kids inward. Shine on, mama. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today. And in the spirit of personal growth, I want to thank myself because we all need a little more self-gratitude in our lives. Okay, if you appreciated this episode, do me a favor and share it with your girls, a mama in your life that needs a reminder that she's got a whole lot of magic inside of her. You can share it from wherever you stream your podcasts or take a screenshot and post your stories on social. Just don't forget to tag me at Tanya Malcolm so I can slide into your DMs and say, what's up? Until next time, mama, shine on.